Hi guys, I'm Dr. Tori, and this is the Half Crunched Mama Doc Podcast, where I'm connecting with busy parents to swap stories of the celebrations and struggles of parenthood, all through the lens of a pediatrician. Tune in to hear everything from pregnancy and parenting, to mental health practices, a little hippie, and a lot, lot more. So happy you're here. Welcome, welcome everybody to Half Crunched Mama Doc. I literally cannot contain my excitement. If you guys hear me like getting really weird and bubbly like I don't normally do, it's because of the guest I have today, Emily from BootBod. And you guys have heard me talk about her a million times. I have put her in probably every show note of every episode that I've done, but I have her here to share with you guys today and I'm so excited. So Emily has over a decade of experience teaching women to tap into their power, their body and mind. She's a 500 hour registered yoga teacher, an SFG kettlebell trainer, a holistic health and life coach, breathwork facilitator, and a mindset coach. Her mission is to equip all women with the tools to own their unique superpowers and experience radical self-love. Thank you, Emily, for coming. Oh, so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. This has been like, you know, as soon as the dream came, obviously, to start a podcast, I was like, I hope someday Emily will be on my podcast. So here you are. I will come anytime you want me. (laughs) I love it. This would be like a monthly thing, right? Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. So aside from the wealth of background that I've given and all of your talents, can you just give us in your own words kind of what your story has been, a little bit about you as a person and how you've gotten to where you are? Yeah. This question is always so hard for someone like me because it's like, how do I start? Where do I even start? But I'll give you a little synopsis here. So I grew up in um, the Chicago suburbs, so Winfield, Illinois. I'm the youngest of three siblings. Um, And then I went to the University of Iowa. And I originally went to school thinking I was getting two degrees, one in elementary education and one in dance. And the dance was solely because I loved to move my body and dance. I just wanted to keep doing it. Um, and then right after I got into the college of education, my dad was actually driving me home for like winter break and we had a conversation and it was in that moment I decided I don't want to do elementary ed. I want to do something with health and wellness and fitness, which up to that point never crossed my mind. So I switched my major. I switched from elementary ed to health and human physiology with a health promotion track. And then I also added an entrepreneurial management certificate on top of that. So that was like college degrees and college area career. Um, I've also always really loved moving my body. Like I've been someone that has always been drawn to movement, whether it's like literally making up dances in our backyard or making like we'd make like Olympics movies with my brother in our backyard, like just silly movement videos. I also love doing workouts in the living room with my sister growing up. And so when I got to college, I was like so excited about being able to have a schedule from the rec, like the university rec of all these classes I could take just because I was so pumped, you know, like I was like, oh my God, I could do this. (laughs) And I was very much, it just really supported me. Like I think mentally, emotionally, like whether I knew that it was supporting me mentally or emotionally, I was just so drawn to the movement and how fun it it felt. Um, And then I, because of that, because of me taking these classes and like falling in love with the the different classes I was taking, I got certified and started teaching group exercise classes within the university rep. Everything from like cardio kickboxing to step aerobics to, I even went and got Zumba certified. 
so I did all of that. And then I really got into yoga even more. And I jumped into yoga teacher training. So like fun fact about me, when I love something, I, I just go dive in head first. <laughs> I just go for it. Um, and so I did that with yoga and I spent like two summers in college getting my 200 hour, a hundred hours, um, over each summer. And then I was fast forward, like a couple of years, I was introduced to kettlebells and I was at, working at a studio or a, a gym, a women's gym. And there was another kettlebell instructor there. And within like, I don't know, it was less than a month of literally me ever touching a kettlebell that I was like, I want to teach this. That's so I went awesome. and got, yeah, or crazy. I don't know, but I went and got the, like the smaller certification. And then after I did that and I felt like awesome about it, I went and did like the big, scary, intense one. Um, and it actually was one of the first kettlebell instructors in the state of Iowa and in the Midwest at all, like through this certification. Yeah, process. I can imagine. Yeah. Crazy and cool. Also when they rebuilt, so this tells you how long ago I've been in Iowa or how long I've been in Iowa or how old I am, I suppose. <laughs> um, it is the rec where I started teaching when I was in college was just the field house it before the big, beautiful rec building oh, yeah. was built. And as they were building that, they were figuring out what classes and programs and all of that. And I was like in the forefront of the conversation about buying kettlebells. And so like I helped them decide what sizes and how many of kettlebells to buy for the rec. And so they're probably like, these are expensive. Are you sure that you want to do these classes? Um, Which has been so great because it was very new at that time. And now it's, I think a little bit more normalized and pretty much every gym has at least a couple kettlebells, I'd like to think. But yeah, at that time, it was a very like new trending thing. So they were probably hesitant, like, what? Should we really do this, Emily? Yeah. You're crazy. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the, what brought me into this world of like health and wellness and fitness. I also got certified through IIN, Institute of Integrative Nutrition as a health coach. And so I was seeing clients and doing that. And I was really loving all of it. And then it kind of like shifted for me. And I feel like I got really sucked in. So I mentioned how much I loved movement. I just, it was like a passion, a joy. Like it just made me feel so good. And I'd love to share that. And then as I got deeper into the health and fitness industry and like with personal training um, and doing a little bit deeper in that world, I felt like I got sucked in to the whole like bikini body vibe and the, the pressure and the societal pressure of like looking a certain way and fitting in a certain way. And even the pressure from being in the dance department with hearing other women talk about their bodies and making me question things about my body that I never questioned. So that kind of like started. And then eventually I was working way too many jobs, like four different jobs, different studios, you know, opening gyms around 4.30, 4.45, closing them by eight, sleeping in my car in between classes because I was so exhausted, like truly not being able to take care of myself. And it got to a point where I was hospitalized. I like my body literally shut down because I was broken in so many ways. And I ignored so many of my, my signals, my body signals of like, hello, you need to slow down or quit a job or like take a break. Yeah. Uh, And so at that point, that was like such a turning point for me because I, I realized that as a, like a health professional, as someone in the fitness world, in the health world, in the wellness world, that I was not healthy. I was not taking care of myself. I also recognize all of the the stress and all of the 
the pressure that's in the health and fitness community in terms of body size or in terms of looking a certain way or, you know, killing yourself in the gym, all of that. And I, it was just this really big aha moment and moment of clarity of like, I don't want to perpetuate that. I don't want to contribute to that as a trainer, as a teacher in like teaching classes and all of that. So that was a point for me where I really dove into more meditation and breath work. And I got really obsessed with essential oils and energy work. And, um, I, it was also when I like Bootbod was created and how Bootbod came from that, because my, my whole mission is to teach women that, you know, how to truly love yourself inside and out so that you get to have control of your life and you get to show up the way that feels good for you, regardless of what society is telling you or what other, you know, pressures are, are coming in from all places since we are bombarded constantly. So yeah, that's kind of it in a nutshell. And then from there, that's when I, you know, evolved to what, what Bootbot is now. Yeah. You um, have always struck me as someone that has like your hand in like 12 different things at a time. And I feel like you, you obviously thrive very well with that. Whereas someone like me is is not how I function. And if I had 12 things going on or 12 different jobs, I would kind of like lose my ish pretty easily. (laughs) So I I I admire how well you juggle all these balls in the air. I I appreciate that, but there is, there is balance. Like I do thrive off having a lot of things going on very much so, but there's, there's always a boundary, right? And I totally surpassed that boundary back then, but I've gotten, I've gotten a lot better over the years. Yeah. And teaching others how to do the same. Exactly. Which is awesome. Well, I, I really brought you here because you've just been so incredibly pivotal in my own journey that, um, I was just wanted, I've, you know, I, I feel like I take some of your magic from you every time I interact with you or one of your courses. And I was just hoping to kind of be this conduit to like pull some of your magic and spread it to some of the other people who maybe don't know you yet. So I, I really wanted to kind of overlay how you've impacted my life and kind of the courses that have done that for me and the tools that you've taught me and really that has made a difference for me in hopes that it resonates with some other women. So if that works, that's kind of how I'm going to go about it. I love that. And I love, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited you're here. I'm literally like oh, giddy. Okay. So I found Bootbod when I was think when I came back here after my residency, so it would be like 2016, I had taken a couple of your classes at a studio. Remember what studios were, you guys? It was the best. (laughs) And even in the studio, you could tell like what a, what a light you were and you just like your energy just filled everybody in there. And so I kind of went digging a little further found you on um, Instagram and then found Bootbod, which at that point was like, not a lot. Like, I think you had a website maybe. And you talked a little bit about kettlebells maybe and like saying there's some courses coming. And so I signed up for like, yeah, send me all the stuff when you get all your like stuff in a row. And so I feel like I've been with you from like at the beginning. And so I followed along peripherally, but it really wasn't until I had Max that I dug a whole lot deeper. And the first event that you held that really transformed who I was after becoming a mom was your level up event that you held here in Iowa City. 
I'm wondering if you could kind of tell me what your intent was with that event, and then we'll kind of go through what I what I got from it. Yeah, I feel like the Level Up event was, this is honestly the case for a lot of the things that I feel like I create, but it's it's like always been in me or it's been like this, this brewing idea and then eventually it it's birthed, it's ready to be birthed to the world. Um, <laughs> but for Level Up, it was so important. I really wanted this vibe of this weekend retreat, this two-day uh, experience where there... I could, I could incorporate like all of the things that I think are so powerful and so magical. So, you know, we did things like movement and meditation and breath work. We had really powerful guest speakers, really like little breakout activities that you did on your own and with individuals or with, you know, your neighbor. And so it was really important to have all of that. And so the two day event made the most sense for me, but ultimately like the intention behind creating that was that I just truly believe that life is not meant to be sorted out solo and that isolation is a real thing. And it can, I feel like it can feel really scary to work through growth and work through some limiting beliefs or working into, like, if you feel like you're called for more, you feel like you want to make this shift in your life. Um, it can feel really overwhelming and daunting. And sometimes it's so overwhelming and daunting that we have no idea where to start. So I wanted this to be like, kind of breaking the ice and as a way to, for women to reset and get out of autopilot a little bit. So whether or not you came with an intention of wanting to step into something bigger for yourself, or you just came with being curious about what the event was, I wanted everyone to walk away with just like a, a newfound understanding of who they are and the power that, that they had within themselves. And the community component was also really incredible. I knew that this wasn't, we didn't have to do virtual as well, but like I knew that I didn't want it to be virtual and that getting women in, into a room together, to me, there's like, there's nothing more powerful than that, than being vulnerable and, and being seen and seeing others and supporting others. So yeah, yeah. that was the, the core of why, why I created it. Yeah. And I, rem I remember it being a big decision for me because I was about six months postpartum and, um, I was back to work and so kind of the weekends were the only time that I had uninterrupted with my husband and my son. And so I'm like, this is a whole weekend, right? And of course there's a investment to be made with that and I'm still pumping. So that means I'd have to be pumping at this event and like all of these possible barriers that could have been for me. And so I talked with my husband about it and he was like, you, you love her. You love the courses that you've done with her. You love her yoga flows. Like take the weekend for yourself. You deserve it. And so I did it. I jumped in. I knew nobody. I had asked a couple friends like, Hey, would, does this sound something that would be interesting to you? And a couple of them were like, yeah, absolutely. But I've got this going on or I've got this going on and it just didn't work out. So I showed up by myself with my breast pump people. And I was like, this is it. We'll just give it a go and see. And if I hate it, I won't come back tomorrow. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it from the beginning was just scary and exciting and so delightful. And there's a few, um, I tried to find my notes desperately. You guys, I found, I, I put them in a very like quote unquote special place in my house so that I could <laughs> look back on these notes. And because of renovations, that special place has moved like seven times and now I can't find the special place, but I still have my notes somewhere. But from what I remember, the kind of activities and the timeline about it, the first one that really struck me was as soon as I walked through the door, you guys were like, 
here, write down three words that describe yourself. And I was like, um, and I was kind of peeking at the wall, like, cause you, you know, you hung them up on the little wall to show everybody. I was kind of peeking at the wall, like, what is everybody else writing? Cause I'm like, I'm a mom, I'm a pediatrician. Like I, I don't really have a third word. Where's like, where's everybody <laughs> going with this? And so that already was like, like a little bit scary. Did you have in mind that that was even going to be a pivotal event? Like this was a big deal walking in or was this more like, oh, this will be a cute thing? Yeah. I First of all, I want to honor you for like, it, it, there's a lot of barriers, right? Like you mentioned for what, why you wouldn't have come to the event and you said yes. And I'm glad that you have such a supportive hubby too, but I'm glad that you came pumping out and you were not the only woman pumping yes. during that weekend, which is there, I think wonderful. There three or four of us, yeah, which was yeah. incredible. Yeah. So awesome. But yeah, so that little activity, we called it kind of cheesy, but it called it hang your happy. So it was the idea that, um, and I believe the actual wording right on the card was um, happy, healthy to me, or happy, healthy is a blank bod. So like that was part of the creation of boot bod too, is that I was so anti bikini bod or like jacked bod or whatever, like sculpted bod that I, part of the creation of the name boot bod came from just it's kind of a silly, fun, simple, playful word. And I wanted happiness and health to feel like that. And so that was the activity that you came in with to like, what are three words to describe your happy, healthy? Like, what does that look like for you? And I mean, I don't think I necessarily thought like, wow, this is going to be really scary for women, but I did. The intention also was for how often do you stop and think about that? How often do we stop and think about like, who am I outside of my you know, my job role or my mom role, or not that those can't go on the card, but like, who am I? What are the things that are important to me? I, that was just our way of really getting clear on the intention of, of just setting the tone for the whole, the whole weekend. Yeah. yeah. It was really beautiful to see everybody's words, especially hung up, which was amazing. Um, the next activity that you did was the, the people I admire. And I, if you can talk us through this one, you please do. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I had you guys write down, um, I think it was like write down three people that you really admire. And these could be celebrities. They could be friends of yours. They could be family members. They could be people you follow on social media, but write down their names and then write down like a whole list of traits or what are the traits that you admire about them? And, you know, obviously things that could come up would be like their authenticity or that they're inspiring or they're really creative or funny or that they speak their truth or that they're bold or fashionable or, um, you know, successful. So making this list of all these traits that you admire in others. And then once completed, reminding you that these are the traits that you also have within you. So you're able to see them in others. You're able to spot them. You're able to like admire them in others because you also have those same traits in yourself. And the little cheesy thing I love to say is if you spot it, you got it. So, you know, our world and our reality is literally a reflection of, of who we are, right? So if we can see what traits we see in others, we also have. And that goes for positive and maybe slightly negative traits. Um, <laughs> but with the things that we admire, we you also have. And they might not be fully developed. So they might be things that maybe you used to have or used to act like or used to embody as like a younger person. Um, and maybe it's kind of dwindled over the years, or maybe it's something that you've never 
fully expressed, but it's within you and you have the ability to kind of tap into that more. So yeah, I love, I love that activity. Yeah. I, it really was such a spark for me because I wrote down things like strong, strong point of view, um, speaks their mind, doesn't hesitate to speak up, um, vibrant, loud, like all these things that I like was not feeling at the time. And um, as I've worked with you as a coach, you you know I was in like a postpartum depression spot at that time. And so I'm gonna tear up even thinking about it. Having someone, <laughs> having someone tell me, you got all that stuff, sister, was huge. And so I just wanna thank you for that. Mm. Now I'm tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to cry this one. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, the, and like, I would just encourage anybody to do that activity. It's super easy to do on your own. We've talked about the basics of it. And I know it's in a couple of your programs that you hold too, that you help guide a little bit through, but super easy to do on your own. If you guys want to just like mark what minute she said that at and come back and know, like it'll just make the world of difference once you write all that stuff down. So the next like stage after we were kind of identifying us, identifying the things that we could be, the next kind of stage that I remember was like, what do you desire? Can you talk us through kind of how you presented that? Yeah. Yeah, again, the desires I think are so powerful, right? Giving ourselves permission to, to desire things that we want to do or be or have. And I think I started it with a visualization um, and having everyone think about like, what do you strongly desire in your life and for your life? And then giving permission that it can be absolutely anything. Um, there's no wrong answer. Like what's something that you either want to have in your life, you want to do in your life, you want to be in your life, you want to feel in your life um, that you think would support you or change your life for the better. So it's honestly another journaling prompt truly really, that you could you could reflect on. Um, and you know, it could be anything from like, I want more to feel more confident or I want a promotion or I want to move or I want a baby or I want more time for self-care, right? It could be a lot of different things, but through that visualization, really like feeling as though you already have it experiencing what it's like to either be or have or do that thing and really starting to embody any shifts that happen in your body. Like, okay, I'm already experiencing it. What is it like to have this? What's it like to be this or to do this? How do I feel? And recognizing that the, the act of, of being in it and feeling it and embodying that is, is honestly a really big step and a really important step and recognizing that it's possible too. And there's always a way to get to that point. Um, yeah, I think I ended it with a really powerful like reminder about mindset and understanding that there's a difference between the cause and effect thinking like, okay, well, once I get this, then I'll be happy. Like once I get this promotion, then I'll be happy as opposed to causing effect and feeling like, okay, what, the version of me that already has a promotion? How does she stand up? How does she walk, talk, act, think like, etc.? And like moving from that place and being more of the being as opposed to waiting for something outside of yourself to shift. So we started with claiming those desires, like what are the things that you want to have, be, or do? And then how do you actually start 
being that or acting as if you already have it. Yeah. So powerful. And it really goes hand in hand with those like future gratitude statements. Like you assume that you already have something and you write it down that way. I am grateful for a strong body that allows me to carry my kid and then run five miles and whatever. You already are having it and you're kind of in that manifesting, like this is what's happening to me, which is just so incredibly powerful. So powerful. I think the next step from there that we did was like, you know, we kind of wrote a letter that was like, if you were already doing this, what would your life look like? Like explain your day of what, if you already had all these things. And then you said, okay, you've done that. Let's dream a little bit bigger. Like, let's go just a little bit bigger. And that's (laughs) when we went to the unicorn exercise. Tell me about it. Yeah. I love the unicorn. I will never not use it in all the things. Um, So unicorn brainstorming is looking at, you know, what you believe you desire or what your goals are or what it could be anything in life. And then, like you said, dreaming bigger and being in a little magical unicorn world and thinking, wouldn't it be sweet if, wouldn't it be cool if, and filling, filling in the sentence. And I know I, I always suggest, suggest everyone to like, make it to the point where it's almost laughable where you're like, Oh my God, this would be so awesome. But that's almost laughable because you don't believe it, but go there, like go to the point where it feels really extreme um, in a, in a great way that still feels like, wouldn't it be cool if, and I also think that we paired up after that and you got to read yours and then your partner was going to kind of tag, add on to that. Like, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if, and I think having another perspective is also really powerful of something that you might not even see in your own mind because you have your own like restrictions or barriers that you're maybe even unaware of that someone else could like call out and be like, yeah, what about this? What about this? Do you remember any of yeah. your story? Yeah. Yeah. This one. And it kind of goes back to like traits I admire that were like strong and speaks their, speaks their voice, speaks their truth. Mine started out like, wouldn't it be sweet if I was strong and spoke what I was thinking all the time? What if I was strong and spoke my thinking all the time and people really enjoyed what I had to say? What if people really enjoyed what I had to say and asked me for more? Wouldn't it be sweet if I created a podcast where I say what I think and people wanted to hear more from me? What if, and it just went bigger and bigger of like, what if I get, wouldn't it be sweet if I got invited to speak at summits? Wouldn't it be sweet if people asked me to write a book? Wouldn't it be sweet if people wanted to hear what I had to say? Wouldn't it be sweet if what I said changed people's lives? And that like, here Mm. we are, which is like, (laughs) you know, in the middle of it and so beautiful. And I think just, you know, ways to go, but those activities you don't have on your own. Like, these aren't things that you sit at home while you're breastfeeding your son and you like have, right? Like you're not asking yourself how far you could take your life because you're, you're stuck in that routine. I was very much stuck in my, I was busy. I was working. I had a six month old. We were new at it. We didn't know what we were doing. So it felt like every minute was already full. And so having permission and guidance through these activities, you guys, I, I wish this for everybody truly, truly do. So I hope that you take some of these and you're like, yes, yes, yes. So that I got the goose. I was hoping that I could find the sheet so I could like literally read them off, but I just, I knew exactly what it was. And I remember who my partner was 
because it's one thing to write it down and it's a whole nother thing to say it out loud. So even mm -hmm. if I, if she hadn't been giving me feedback, honestly, I can't even remember what she said on the feedback part of it, but claiming those out loud was like, oh my God, I'm going to say this out loud. I'm going to say, wouldn't it be sweet if I had a podcast? I'm going to say this out loud to someone, which is a whole nother level and so amazing. That's, I mean, that's, you're speaking some life into it, right? Which is like scary. And I think the other cool thing about it is that once you, you go there, once you, you tap into this like unicorn idea, you realize that like, it's possible. Like for you, it's very possible. You're living it. But like, even I've been in groups where we've done this before. I actually learned it at uh, a summit when I was in a Lululemon ambassador, we did like a, an ambassador summit in Whistler. And I, that's where I originally learned it. And in the group, people were sharing and someone was like mentioning, wanting to connect with, I think it was the rock or some crazy, awesome celebrity. And someone on the other end of the room was like, I, I could can connect you with that, with him, you know? So like, you never know what's going to yes. happen. If you don't allow ourselves to like get to that land of like possibility. Right. Yeah. And there were some really beautiful of those types of moments in mm -hmm. level up. I, I don't know who they were and I don't want to like overshare people's business, but there were certainly times that people stood up and said these dreams and someone across the room was like, girl, I can help you out. I got someone in Africa that can help this. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. I is, remember exactly that moment. Like yes. you get those goose pimples that you're like, dude, this is happening. We can do all this stuff. And you witness all these other women thinking and doing, and it just like picks you up and just raises you up. Hmm. Yes. It's so fun to relive it. And I love how much you remember it when you have no notes. That's pretty mind blowing. Yeah. Well, I, I told you, this is like, it hit in such a perfect time for me and my life that I feel like it was just kind of, I know that I, I, I helped create it, you know, like helped created that I, I wanted an opportunity like that. But I also felt like we were just kind of on this path of crossing you and I through mm -hmm. life. And I'm just so glad that it's happened. Same, same stuff. So we've talked about it a little bit, but I really wanted you to, to elaborate on your focus on gathering women together. Yeah, I think it's everything. I think, you know, right now, whether it's virtual and it needs to be virtual, it's still incredible as you've experienced through like the Hype Girl Mentorship, doing everything virtual, but providing spaces for women to, you know, connect with other women, in whatever space that is, I think is really essential because I think they're just, we're powerful, right? Women are freaking powerful. And I think when we get together, it's just an opportunity for true support, for vulnerability, for inspiration, for allowing ourselves to be seen, right? To like be held in this space, in this safe space, to be seen, to see others, like you mentioned, to lift each other up. I think it's something that we it's it's hard to experience and hard to find that outside of types of events or this type of communities like this when it's just like your everyday life so i i it's it's really everything for me and i will never stop doing it um it's also so rewarding to hear uh when friendships or like besties are made from bootbot events yes. or bootbot gatherings like there's nothing more incredible. Like my heart like swells when that happens. Like that's, that's to me really what it's, what it's about. I, I think as an adult, it's, it's already really hard to make friends, like adult friends. 
because you're kind of in limited areas, especially in 2020 and 2021 so far. But I think to make a friend, like to put yourself out there to make a friend and then start talking about like this kind of deep stuff, you just, I mean, you just don't. It takes a really long time to get there. And then you might make a friend and decide like, we just don't really click or like we're just kind of not on the same path. So I think that's the really beautiful thing about pulling all these women that have the same mindset together. And I think that's why it's so easy to make these bonds in these events that you hold, which is beautiful. Yeah, I think also beautifully said, I also think that when we see other women, like you said, like-minded women coming together. And then within that, when you're doing these awkward, vulnerable things and you realize you're not the only one that's nervous to share your, your unicorn ideas, or, you know, you are ready to feel seen and heard. Um, even if you don't know, you're ready to be seen and heard. Um, but when you see other women going for it or showing up, you know, boldly or standing in their power, even if it's like the guest speakers that are coming in, or it's someone, the person next to you telling a story that you're like, oh my God, me too. And you can relate to them. I think it's, it's just a beautiful reminder that it's just that big permission slip again, right? That we mm-hmm. can, when you see other people living it, feeling it, we give ourselves permission or we give others by doing that permission to also do the same and to not feel like we, you know, need to, to shy away from being vulnerable or speaking what our crazy, big, awesome unicorn ideas are. So it's just that big permission slip. I think when we get, when we get all the women together. Yeah. I'm curious, you know, you 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 coached all of us through all of these like big what you're dreaming, what's next, what's your unicorn stop. What are your habits that you use regularly to keep your own brain saying like, what's next? Where can I grow next? You know, like what what do you do for yourself? Yeah. Um a lot of the same things I lead you through are things that I've led myself through. But also, I think it's really important, again, to be surrounded, having a mentor, being surrounded by other people that you are inspired by and and learn from and um, kind of get ideas from. But as far as like for my for my own path within Bootbad, like my business and like where like my mission and why I'm put on this earth yeah. is this the, this idea of my ideas that come to me, like that is not something that I struggle with, which is like a blessing and a curse. So like I am an idea queen and, and <laughs> constantly having new ideas and creative juices flowing literally nonstop, which I said is a gift, but also can be a burden. And I've yeah. experienced both ends of the spectrum. So I know in the past I used to get excited and like act on every idea or like say I was going to do something and then not follow through because I realized that's not actually an alignment. And then I'd feel guilty because I said I was going to do it and I didn't do it or different things like that. So I think for me, what keeps me on track and aligned has a lot to do with the the idea come flowing. It's about which ones do I latch onto and which ones do I pursue? And For me, that is, I've learned a lot from literally just giving myself time to process it and also just really get getting clear with my intuition. And so both of those practices, whether it's through my meditation and just being quiet and letting myself sit in silence, which I used to never be able to do. That was like, like I mentioned, I like to do a lot of things all the time, but now I crave that time. Like I crave literally sitting in silence um, and seeing like what comes up in that moment journaling about it. Right. So I think that 
it's been really helpful in my business to, and my sanity to really like process and let the ideas flow and then let them sit and never feel like I'm forcing anything or forcing anything into reality. Um, and that's, that's, it's for me personally, it's been so powerful because I think either I'm saying I'm going to do it and then I back out because it, I changed my mind and that feels weird to me. Or I'm like sitting down and trying to plan out, okay, like what type of event should I do this year? Or what type of program should I launch? And to me personally, that feels really forced. And that doesn't feel like it's as authentic as just getting these like downloads that I get, letting them ruminate for a little bit and sitting with them. And then the ones that really stick and I'm like, yeah, we got to go. I'm, I'm, I'm birthing this baby. Like I got to take it into something. So I know for me, that's been really helpful. But ultimately, outside of that, I think just continuing to surround myself with other women that inspire me and other and having a mentor and and continuing to like have some other accountability outside of all the things that I put into play, like personally in my own life. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you use meditation to. I don't want to say like slow down the ideas, but maybe organize the ideas and I find that I'm such a like nuts and bolts doer that like I do, do, do all day. And if I don't let myself stop and either meditate or journal, no ideas come because I'm just like, mm-hmm. like the little, little engine that just is like going through my day over and over and over again. So I find it interesting that the same activity produces different and beautiful results for both of us which is yeah. incredible. Gives us exactly what we need, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anybody that thinks they cannot meditate or meditation is not for them, it is for everyone and you and everyone may get something different out of it. So it's not just for the people that have anxiety. It's not just for the people that already can sit with, with calmness, mm-hmm. right? It is for everybody. It is. It okay. Is. Let's fast forward a whole year because the level up I think was in October of 19. And so my, I shared my unicorn dreaming with my husband and I talked about this in one of my earlier podcasts for at Christmas time, he gave me a gift that was a microphone. And I was like, Oh, this was like two months later. Right. He said, yeah, you, you know, you mentioned maybe you wanted to podcast, but he's like, it's not your actual gift. I just, you know, it's there. If you wanted to just like talk and plug it in and see what happens and you know, no pressure. And I was like, Oh yeah, I said I wanted to do a podcast, right? Like that was <laughs> I told you that. <laughs> and it sat there, you guys, because I'm like the little engine. I just like kept on chugging and it was winter and it's sick season and I was busy and chug, 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 chug along. Summer came and actually spring came, COVID came. You had launched a Facebook group. Um to do your series on the chakras. What yeah. remind me what that one's called? Vibe, vibe up. Vibe up. Mm-hmm. And it was in such a perfect time because it was all virtual. It was COVID time. Everybody was like feeling very isolated. And I was like, yes, please, let's just let's do this. And so it was like a week of each that you work through each chakra. Um, and we were the community in that group everybody was amazing. It was like a little Facebook group and everybody was like posting in their wins. And it was just kind of incredible to, to continue and remind me of all these things and activities that I had done previously 
was like, oh yeah, I was so fired up about all this stuff. Like, I think there's more out there for me. And I feel like now that my son was a year, like I really feel like I'm in a spot that I can start to do these things. And then you launched and announced Hype Girl Mentorship. Tell me about it. Yeah. So again, Hype Girl, the mentorship program was, I feel like something that's been in me for years, right? And I feel like I was finally ready to, to make it like, a, to make it official. It was really very similar to what you just expressed with COVID. It was when, once COVID-19 hit and the quarantine started, I personally had, like we all did, tons of time to reflect on my own journey, on my own personal growth, where I still wanted to put more time and love and energy, um, my own business and realizing you know, being super grateful that I could still lead and support women like through that vibe up virtual program while we're all kind of in this really uncertain, crazy time and just reflecting on my business, on my own growth, how I started, like just a lot of self-reflection. And so I also, especially within vibe up because there was such this community vibe and a lot of sharing, I witnessed conversations and witnessed women, you know, thinking about like, Hmm, Maybe I want to reevaluate some things in my life or in my work, or maybe they, it was just kind of a little bit of a wake up call. And I think a lot of us can relate to that of, is this really what I want to be doing forever? Yeah. Or is there something that's missing? Is there something I want to put more time and energy into? Is, is there this big dream that I keep thinking about, but I've never taken action, right? So I've witnessed a lot of that. And so I just knew that it was, it was time to, to really dive in. And I think that I know the struggle that I experienced with my business at the beginning, but also just like my own personal growth experience with limiting beliefs and, you know, self-sabotage or comparison and trying to like navigate that on my own. I truly did it on my own. I did not get a mentor until like two years ago. And so like, I know how hard it was. And I know like a lot of the, let's not do it this way <laughs> ideas as yeah. well as the, like, this is really what worked. And so if I could provide that for women that, that like lights my heart and soul up. Um, and so I really wanted to create that. And I also, again, think that many of us humans, women, whoever are not necessarily living the life that we like actually desire or deserve or that we were, you know, born to live. And I think like you mentioned, we all, we all get caught up in this, like the routine, this hamster wheel of this is what I do every day. And it's hard to like step back and break away from that. And so, yeah, I think with COVID-19 heading and people starting to reevaluate, it just felt like this is, this is how I can best support and serve people. And that's, that's where the mentorship came. Yeah. I find that really interesting. It was almost COVID-19 was almost a forced meditation for everyone, right? Like a forced Absolutely. stop. Everybody stop the like hamster wheel and sit. You got to sit in it, friends. Yeah. <laughs> it might not feel comfortable, but everybody's going to sit in it for a while. That's, and that's I agree. Right. I've had like a lot of friends and families that I work with that have made like some bigger changes, either gone part-time, chosen a different career, started to work from home, like just really made these changes in the last year that I think um, that that really is one of the silver linings of this last year. I totally agree. Yeah. So the Hype Girl Mentorship is 12 weeks long, mm -hmm. is a small group of women. So we were we were to be 10 and we ended up 11, right? Yeah. Yep. There were just 11 aligned and needed to be included. I think That's I was right. probably, so what you do is like a discovery call or how do you, what do you call that? 
call it a clarity call, but same idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a clarity call. So free clarity call. And I was like, well, yeah, any chance that I can have to talk to Emily, I'm going to do it. So let's just, let's see what it's about. And we talked, I was sitting outside. I remember it vividly, like sitting outside on my lunch break at work in the sunshine. And I just had like some normal life things that I was like, you know, I'd really like to reincorporate caring for myself. I'd really like to reincorporate my meditation that I used to do. So, you know, religiously every day, I'd really like to incorporate some time for myself. And then I was like, and that damn podcast, right? Like it's just still lingering back there. That like bug just has not left my brain. You're like, "Hmm, yeah, yeah, that's a that sounds great. I think this would be a great fit. And I was like, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe I'll do the podcast, but I'll let's, let's do all the rest of the stuff first. Right. And it took me a while. I talked again, talked with my husband about it. And we talked about the investment, the time and the financial investment because 12 weeks is a long time. And it's certainly more than a two day weekend. And Mm -hmm. we talked, my husband asked some really great questions why do you think Emily's the right person? Do you think, you know, someone else would be the right person to guide you through these things? What are you hoping to learn? What, you know, like really fleshing things out because in, as soon as I hung up from the clarity call, I was like, yes, I'm in like, boom, done, sign me up. And my husband is much more like, he's a data scientist. We'll just like, He's a data scientist and so he gathers like a bunch of data whereas i'm like much of a yes no go with my gut and so even when we like buy simple things like i can't even remember what it was i you guys it was something silly it was probably like a silicone water bottle or something i said oh i'll just get one on amazon and i looked it up and i was getting ready to push by and he was like wait did you look at what else was available? Like, are you just purchasing the first thing that you saw? I was like, well, yeah. He said, did you even look at the reviews? And I'm like, no. So I think it was really, we make a really great pair that way because when I came home like jacked about this program, he's like, let's talk about it a little bit more, which I think was so beautiful because it really put my mind almost in that intention space of like, what are my intentions of this? And really giving me permission to say yes and know that this is what I wanted to do and that the investments and the sacrifices that were going to be made here at home were going to be worth it because this is what my intention was getting out of it, which I think was beautiful. But I also think that it took me a really long time to set up. So I was probably like the last one. To, I was probably number 11. I was like, surprise, I want to join. Yeah, two of you signed up like very close to each other. I'm like, well, they're both in. I guess. Yeah, I think he supported you in that so much. And that's what the clarity call is for, right? It's like, okay, what's what are you what are you interested in? What are you interested in for yourself? What can I support you in? Does it match? And ultimately, my goal always is for you to be know that clear yes or no. Like, yes, this is 100 for me, and no, this is not. So I love that he also helped guide you into that. That is amazing. Yeah. And I will say in your, in the hype girl mentorship, we, we do an activity, um, with your human design and I have a sacral authority, which means like, I am supposed to listen to my yes, no. And so after that, I was like, just so you know, it is my authority. (laughs) And to me going with my gut of a yes or no is me following my human design. So you, you do you, I'm going to, I'm going to do me. (laughs) 
Oh my God, so I love hilarious. it. I know. So hilarious. I also, just to tie this in for anyone listening, my emotional authority is, or my authority is emotional, which is like, I need to ride out the wave before I make any decisions, which is very much aligned with what I was saying about my ideas. Like I need to ride it out and then come to a calm place before I make a yes. So it's just yeah. so cool that we're also different and there's different ways that we can be supportive for ourselves. Yeah. So apart from human design, talk us through some of your goals or really like what you consider to be like the big activities within Hype Girl. So hard to choose. So there's, um, I mean, I can choose my favorite if you don't yeah, like have any. I don't, you shared a few of your favorites. Um, I think, so there's, there's five modules and those are intentionally like laid out to the first one's all about alignment. And that's it, a pretty packed one that I think has a lot of magic in it. And the intention of starting with that one is because in order to actually move forward towards whatever it is that you're wanting to shift into or step into or what goals you have for yourself, if you're not, if you're not aligned, you're not taking action from that place, it's not going to be as sustainable. And again, I can relate to that from, from life, whether it was business or personal life of like jumping into programs or, or webinars or free freebies online and jumping into all this stuff because I felt like that's what I needed. And none of it really actually supported me because it wasn't actually what I needed and what actually made sense for me personally or my business. So that's where we start. And I think in that is um, some goals. So the human design is in there as well as the own your story, which I know, uh, Tori, you shared yours. Was it on your last podcast yeah a little bonus yes the episode eight the bonus story that was the story i wrote for this module um i've hype girl when we were owning our stories and really um we shared them out loud you guys again i was terrified and i almost like faked some it difficulties so that i wouldn't (laughs) wouldn't have to do it i love that you also announced that like that's so awesome like i also pretended like I couldn't eat. I almost pretended that my internet cut out and I was like, oh, because I I mean, it was, there wasn't much like write down your story and bring it. We're going to share it. It was like this week's about on your story. See you then. And then like you, you come into the zoom call and you're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to talk about it tonight. We're not just telling you like what you need to do this week. We're going to, everybody's going to talk it out loud. And I was like, and my wife, my wife, I cut out. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) But I think it's a testimony to what you're saying about listening to others, because I was able to sit there and after listening to five or six or seven women, just kind of open up and own and just kind of let out their experience and their stories, even though it was nothing like mine the vulnerability it took and the strength and the response that that got from this really special group of women gave me that permission to say like, yeah, I can share my story here. This is safe. Nobody's going to judge me for it. And obviously down the line, months down the line also gave me support enough to say it out loud to however many of you have listened to it. So I think that is just incredibly powerful. Yeah. Yeah, the part of the intention was for it to not be comfortable, right? And by and doing it, and I think that was one of for sure the the most emotional call that we had ever had in the program, and for good reason because it's like you all held the space so beautifully for each other. Everyone was in the same boat of like this is uncomfortable. I don't really know what exactly I'm sharing it because I didn't have all this planning, this prep work done, but just being able to talk it out loud and 
Yeah, it was so beautiful. And you you get to rework it and and kind of hone it into the story that feels good. But the intention for that, at least my intention, which I always love to hear like how your experience of it, but my intention of that was to really, especially right at the beginning of the program, understand that your story, your life experiences, any trauma that you've experienced, the struggles, the triumphs, anything you've overcome, where you are in life right now, like all of that is a part of your story. And all of that makes you, you, and makes you uniquely you and makes you like nobody else and makes you that like really understanding that you have your own magic and you have this story that is not, um, you know, every story was very different, right? But like, it, it's not, your past isn't a burden. It's not something to be ashamed of. It is truly how you can even support people further. Like you understand the way to step back again and really like understand yourself more deeply and then being able to voice that. I think it's so incredibly empowering. I know it was when I went through that experience and that's why I really wanted it to be a part of, of the program. And I'm so, so grateful that you shared it with, with the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was module one, mm-hmm. module two. Module two is, we don't have to go through all of them either, but module two is the boot method. So that is the, like my, my four-step systematic approach to literally getting out of your own way and self-transformation. And we spent a week on each of the elements. So just a quick overview. The first step of the boot method, the V is to break up with your old self, which sounds maybe a little harsh. And the idea is not to say like, the old you sucks and I got to turn into somebody else. It's recognizing what conditions, what patterning, what, um, what limiting beliefs might've gotten you up to the point where you're at now, but now recognizing where you're going forward, it might not necessarily support you. And it honestly is most likely holding you back. And that could be, you know, the negative self-talk in your mind. It could be conditioned beliefs around money or success or your worthiness. There's a whole bunch of stuff we dive in there. And then the own your experience is one where we really get clear on feeling and being in the in your emotions as opposed to shoving them down to the side. And that there's really our body's ability to express any emotion or to be in any emotion is roughly 90 seconds. And so anything that perpetuates beyond that or lasts beyond that is something that we're continuing to create in our mind. And so when we can stop and be with our emotions and feel it and breathe into it or just recognize and like, okay, this is where I'm at. Or just like, all right, I'm feeling super anxious right now. I see you anxiety and allowing it to, to be there is going to support you so much further than pushing it out of the way and just continuing our to-do list or jumping to the next positive thought um, and convincing yourself that everything's fine because those emotions then get trapped in your body and you carry them with you and they're heavy. And it's also just more, uh, it's taking up space where, there could be more energy or more light or more ability to like receive uh, and manifest things and all of that. So we talk about owning your experience. The next step is the organize new patterns and beliefs to rechallenge some of those, that, uh, those thought patterns and like redefine what we are, what the truth is. So we might've thought this one way, but what's actually true. What do I actually know is, is the truth about me and my ability or about this situation. And the final step is to play in your power and literally like put it into play. Um, and we do a lot of like talk of energy optimization and energy work there. That's the whole second module, which is a, is a big FD one. <laughs> yeah. And it's, um, the process of it is not easy. 
I mean, the play in your power by the end of it, you're like, this is so fun. (laughs) But the steps before it, just like owning your story are not easy. Identifying these limiting beliefs that you've held for so long or have perpetuated and really writing them down is, is super powerful. But I think also provides that space. Like I talked about the last one and you just said, like really allowing those emotions to come, knowing where they're at in your body, what they feel like, and then stepping back and being like, oh, hey, anxiety. Oh, hey, guilt. Oh, hey, whatever you're feeling. Like, I wonder why you're coming up from me. Oh, yeah, that's because I think that family time is more important than taking care of myself. You know what? I've thought about that and that's not actually true for me anymore. And allowing yourself to choose differently is like that's the whole ability and to be able to do that through all aspects of your life it just really is a game changer what a good example yes (laughs) yes and again the whole intention and everything that i do is the in is moving and transforming from the inside out right like if i gave you a list of this is exactly how you start your podcast these are all the things you got to do and check off tori but doesn't mean you wouldn't do that because I know you're a really good, like you like your list and you like to do things. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> doesn't mean you won't hey, do Give that, me a good but... checklist and it will be done. <laughs> you guys nailed it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but you might, you're probably going to have a point where you get, you halt and you stop or like reaching out to new people that are maybe like scary on your list of people you want on your pod, or maybe even just posting that first podcast episode. Like there's going to be other things that hold you back, even with the to-do list. And so working from the inside out where you really understand your own worth and what, what, how you hold yourself back and how to work through some of that stuff is the way forward, right? Then, then once you get to your play and your power, you're like, oh my God, here I go. These are all the cool things I'm going to do now because I have, I've like released this or I've moved through this and it works through it. And it's not, it's not easy, but it certainly is transformative and powerful. Yeah. Um, I will say I, we haven't touched on the one-on-one coaching calls yet. There are group calls with all of the women, which are incredible, but there are also one-on-one calls with you, which I find truly your, that is where your gift lies to me. Like you obviously are a magical human and you do a, a magical, incredible things for groups of women, but on the one-on-one calls, it's like there's it's like Emily just removes like the bullshit filters that you don't even know that you've, that you've put up. Like, she's just like, Oh, mm -hmm." and then like, I'll pull that one aside and I'll pull that one aside. And let's get down to what I really hear that you say. And like, maybe let's talk about this. And you're like, Oh yeah. (laughs) And it really is broken down to a point. Like I have never done coaching before, Um, nor did I know I really needed it to start a podcast, but I think if, if you have not experienced one-on-one coaching, even if it's just for like life stuff or, or a yoga class or whatever you have done, if you haven't experienced some sort of one-on-one coaching, I highly recommend to do it because I really feel like that is where the tremendous growth lies and you really get to where the specifics matter to you and not kind of these generalizations that you're like, well, it could apply to me, but it doesn't really apply to me. And I think that's where the magic of this program is, is like you have this all transformation and then you have you come in and be like, great, I'm so glad you learned that. 
And what else can we do in here? So I think I just want to thank you for those times because I think that's was was the really pinnacle of pushing me forward. Mm. I'm so I'm so happy to hear that. I'm so grateful to hear that that our sessions were that impactful. And that was one of the elements that I hadn't done in past programs within Bootbop. Like I've done a lot of one-on-one coaching and um in training in the past, but in terms of like in this magnitude paired with a program and with the group element, like that was another non-negotiable. Like I wanted all of it. I wanted you to have your cohort of magical, like-minded women. I wanted you to have your own time to process and work through things. And I also wanted to be able to support you exactly where you're, you were at and where you were, you were at. So I'm so grateful that you had that experience. Yeah. Okay. So briefly, what, just like give an overview of module three, module four, so we can tell everybody kind of the complete program. Yeah. Module three is the um, impact pillar. So looking at, again, uniquely you, how do you show up? How do you impact? Um, we talk about uh, our, our doshas and how there's different ways. So module three is impact blueprint. Module four is soulful system. And then module five is the um, manifest and monetize. And so the third and fourth one are really focused on creating, like, how do I continue to now that I know who I am, how do I hone that into, like, how do I hone my power and how I show up in the world and how I create, whether it's practices in your business or in your life and habits and recognizing, again, the energy optimization, we go through our doshas of like, okay, you're not always going to be on. And um, we all have our own tendencies of whether it's the, the, the airy space bata, or maybe it's the fiery energized, like go, go, go pitta, or maybe it's the, the kapha, which is a little bit more slow and grounded. Like we go in this wave and this cycle. And so being able to experience that and talk through that and recognize which one you're in and how to move to the next one is really powerful. The soulful systems, again, aligns with that, but figuring out what are the best practices for you to take action? And how do you want to run your business? How do you want to share your voice? How do you want to impact the world that aligns with you? And there's a whole business library in there as well, packed with uh, loads of content in terms of whether you're just starting or wanting to start a business or you're a little bit further down the line, there's a whole bunch of tools and resources there. And the final one is the magnetize and monetize. And that's all about manifestation and the power of your energy. So like you've gone through all of this work and now it's like, okay, now how do I continue to really use my power? And it it's manifestation, most likely a conversation that is not one that you're familiar with as manifestation, much more beyond the, the vision boards and the uh, affirmations. Those are also wonderful, but we go through like a very actual systematic step-by-step approach to how to work through and clear out space in order to then call in and attract and different energy practices to get you there. So that's, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. 12 weeks guys will change your life. I I promise. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have specific practices for yourself? So you're showing up for all of us, but I think particularly during hype girl, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like probably during hype girl was um, I mean, that was a lot of energy. I felt the energy that you were giving to me that I could only assume was also happening for 11 other or 10 other women, which is incredible. And so not unlike a mom, you were showing up for other people day after day, week after week. How were you showing up for yourself during that time? Mm-hmm. 
Um, in a lot of different ways. And I, again, I will say this is not something that I like naturally have done my whole life. And it's one of the reasons I got to the point where I was hospitalized. Right. So I've learned a lot along the way and it's a lot of it has to do with boundaries and how I scheduled even our, like what days we had one-on-ones on so that I knew what I could do on the, the days we didn't during those weeks to recharge me even more. But ultimately it's all for me, it's all about my energy and managing my energy so that I can show up fully because the last thing I want is to feel drained and exhausted and then not be there for you. Like that would be the absolute worst thing in my opinion. So the, my morning routine is literally non-negotiable for me and it's got a lot of components in it, but it's a combination of movement and breath work and meditation and journaling gratitude and setting up my day, getting outside. Like I do all of that before I start my day. And that is totally just like a instantly fills my, my, my cup so that I can show up. And then more specifically on the weeks that we did one-on-ones, cause those are the most, um, the ones that require the most energy of me, like really to mm. show up fully, um, just because there's a lot, there's usually four or five calls in a day sometimes. Um, and that's just a lot of anyone, right. To show yeah. up. So in between I would do, um, or like, sometimes I have people back to back and then a break, but like, I would do different practices to literally shift my energy. I use a lot of essential oils. I'd get up and bounce around and literally shift my energy. I would dance it out. I would do different breathwork patterns. One that actually I taught you where you kind of reach and then you pull the energy in and just kind of like drawing in and shifting, shifting your state so that I can show up a little bit more not even just energy, but just clarity. Like I also didn't want to take whatever my conversation was with the woman before you into your conversation, or I wanted to like literally be clear so that I showed up just for you, right? Nothing else was affecting me. So I think those practices absolutely helped me. Um, What else? I think just getting outside for me also is the, is the, is a recharge, especially when it's sunny. And, and making sure that on the off days, I'm doing other things that fill me up, whether it's like going to grab coffee with a friend or it's, you know, making sure I'm cutting off my, I'm setting my own work boundaries and cutting off my work at a certain time at night, which I, I still struggle with. Cause like sometimes they forget that it's work and I'm like, Oh, it's eight o'clock. I should probably stop. Yes. <laughs> um, but setting those, those boundaries for me, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of it specifically on the one-on-one weeks where these like little mini uh, energetic practices that I, that I'd engage in. Yeah. Um, you guys can't see us right now. We're on zoom, but I do want to share that, um, breath work with you. So I learned it specifically for days in clinic that I was feeling like there was a lot of heaviness or I was holding a lot of emotion for people or, um, I was just feeling a little sluggish and my energy was down, particularly after cutting caffeine, you guys, this was like, it happened a lot, but so you reach up your hands to the sky, like on either round and just kind of like visualize yourself grabbing energy and then pull both of your hands into your heart. Like you're pulling that energy in and you take big, huge breaths in and then pull it in and take a big breath out. And that just visualization of pulling energy in from the universe is a game changer. And I think really using that for times that you're feeling that way, like just a little bit empty, even as a mom or at your workplace or, you know, even after just a very long day is huge. Um, And I also did, I think I shared with you, there was a day that I did that a lot. And later after a really good workout, after I'd moved my body, I felt like I had like all, all, all this energy 
And I did kind of the reverse where I was like, just sharing the energy back. Like if anybody else is doing this energy where they're pulling it in here, I got some extra and I'm ready to give it out to you, which was just made me like smile from ear to ear. No, love that so much. (laughs) Okay. So shifting a little bit, do you have, um, for 2021 for boot bad, do you have big plans? You have a word of the year you have, what's your, what's your, what's your doing? What am I doing? What am I up to? I do have a word of the year. This is like a, an Emily word, not necessarily a boot bad word, but it obviously will translate into boot bad. Um, but my word of the year is magnetic. And to me, again, talking about the energy, it's all about the energy. So for me personally, I just really want to continue to focus on my own uh, embodiment practices and consistency with those and my own energy work. And even like going and getting other energy like services and going to energy healers and just like shifting the energy and being like as high vibe as I possibly can. And I think it's when I, I know, because I know when I am that way, that's when you, I feel most aligned and most alive and most like connected to what I'm doing. It's also like, I'm a manifestation and energy, like manifestation energy work just really excites me. And so I kind of am taking this year to like, basically play it's like a little playground like play in my power and just see what happens with this with this idea of magnetism yeah so that's yeah that's my word of the year so what is how does that translate into boot bad for 2021 yeah so for for boot bad I have just continuing our hype hub right so continuing the the self-love membership and getting some other epic calling in some other epic you know speakers and um, women to lead our live monthly calls that we have in, within there and continue to grow those libraries. It's our next round of the Hype Girl Mentorship. Um, so like the doors open for applications and for those clarity calls in the next couple of weeks. And then the program will start mid-April. So really excited about that. Um, planning the next retreat for 2022, Yay! which is going to be I just can't wait to announce it. It already is like a thing. I just can't say it yet, but it's going to be incredible. The location itself is going to be incredible. Um, What else? That is one thing I haven't been able to do yet. It's one of your retreats and I'm like waiting in the wings for a time that it will work. Or when it aligns for you. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, that's, I feel like that's like the, those are the big things where I'm putting my heart and my energy. And then as I mentioned earlier, just like continue to allow whatever comes, come, like let it come and and continue to go with the flow and, and feel out what, what I think the next thing is or how I can support people. But yeah, that's, that's yeah. the year. So Hype Hub, for those of you that don't follow Emily already, which we will give you where you can find her in a minute. Hype Hub is a subscription that you can access online that has different libraries, that has meditation, that has breath work, that has yoga flows, that has kettlebell, that has workouts. What am I missing? Um, workshops, has monthly yeah, the workshops. Monthly workshops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you pay a very small, like a few lattes worth of money for access to all of this. And every month that it goes on, she just adds. So there's just like more and more and more and more. And I think the beautiful part about doing work with you is that once you can identify what you feel and you know yourself enough to know like, oh, I'm feeling sluggish. I could really use a breath work for energy. 
you go to the like little breathwork tab and boom, there it is. And you're like, sweet, this will be perfect. And so I, that's the, that's the magic of this program. And I'm so excited for people that don't know you to just kind of like lurk a little bit like I did and really see what you're about and I strongly recommend starting there because like you can find all the magic broken up into like little snippets of like 10 to 30 minutes there. Yeah. And I love that. That is exactly the intention is to empower you as the, as the member of the self-love membership to support yourself on any given day in any way that you need. And hopefully that it feels super, super accessible to do that, whether it's through movement, meditation, breath work, etc. So knowing, recognizing what you need and going in. And even if you don't know what you need, none of those are going to not support you. <laughs> just yeah. like, I'm not feeling them. so great. And you pop in and choose one video. And then most likely I left to think It'll that do you're going to be job. feeling, yeah, yeah, you'll be feeling different by the end. Yeah. And as a side note, the workouts and the yoga flows, you guys, she, it's a video. She is doing them with you. So this is not, I have never been able to like get into um, programs that just like share with you what to do or like the whole thing, the burpees, the lunches, (laughs) she's doing them all with you, which I think at a time where like most of us aren't really going to the gym makes it a whole lot more fun because I'm like, oh, I'm going to hang out with Emily over lunch break today and and do a little kettlebell workout. (laughs) Yep. I'm sweating and panting right alongside you. (laughs) Okay. So where can people find you? Uh, people can find me. I think I hang out most on Instagram. So the handle is, I'm sure you can put it in the show notes, but it's just bootbod, yes. B-O-O-P-B-O-D. Um, you could also head to bootbod.com that has some information about um, Hype Club as well as some other, like, the retreat that was, it's happening next week is up there, but like upcoming retreats will be there as well. Um, but yeah, I feel like Instagram is probably the easiest place to find me. And if any of this that we've talked about, there's any questions that could come up for anyone listening, like, please send me a DM. I would love to answer your questions or connect with you and support you in any and way. The hype girl, where can people find out about how to do the like clarity call for your hype girl? Yeah. So within Instagram, um, there is the, a link in, in Bubad's bio that will have all of the resources. Nothing's live quite yet, um, but that will be where to find it. Otherwise, it will also be on the website once it is also live. Okay. So, and I think yeah. by the time this airs, it will be live. So okay. anybody that's listening, go to link in the bio if you would like to schedule a clarity call. Um, and the thing that we didn't talk about, which I use every single freaking day, is the planner. Um. So she has developed her own planner, you guys, like taking all of the things that you wish you had in different, different like books, you know, the, if you're anything like me, you had like five different books. One of them was for gratitude writing. One of them was for my to-do list. One of them was like my ideas for movement for the week. And so all, all of this is put together. She has spots for like grocery list and meal planning and like all the things. So, um, every quarter you put in an order. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And there should be a little high. Is there a little highlight that shows people what it looks like? Yep. I believe so. I think there is, <laughs> if there is an LA one, okay. I'm pretty sure there is one, but that's also um, on at bupa.com. You could also browse and see it all there as well, but I'm pretty sure on in my account, I should check, but I'm yeah. sure there's a highlight of it. I had people reach out after my reel 
that showed me writing in it, like, hey, can you can you tell me where that planner's from? And I was like, I sure can, girlfriend. Go on over to Poop Pod. It was so awesome. Oh, I love you. You're the best. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for coming. I usually ask at the end if there was like one message or one thing that you could just like shout from the rooftops to every person, what would that be for you? It's so hard to pinpoint, but I feel like that's so much I want everyone to know, but it's just that how, how worthy and how capable and how deserving you are of whatever it is that you desire. And even if you are someone that's like, well, I'm not really sure what I desire because that's something I think about all the time. I encourage you to step back and think about it. Um, but you are so deserving and so capable of anything of change and growth. You are literally pure potential and you're wor like worthy beyond belief. You are worthy because you are living and breathing and you have everything you could possibly need within yourself to, to live with more freedom, joy, ease, whatever, whatever you want to call it. It just like lights up my whole, like, just feel like sunshine just fills in my soul. I just say that stuff. I'm like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> well, I really, I, I like, I think thank you. It does not do it justice for what you've helped me achieve and gain and the clarity that you've, and the role that you've played in my life. Like, thank you doesn't feel enough, but I will say thank you for coming on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. My love for you is so real and I'm just so grateful to have you in life. Yeah. Well, I'll have you back once I have like some other big transformation in one of your programs to talk through that one. <laughs> okay, great. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks, Tori. Thanks.